Hey there, and welcome to another season of The Rhythm of Us. We are so excited to be back with you guys. Yeah, happy October. Happy fall to everybody. Man, is it October? Yeah, it is. Here we are. It's October. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a busy season in the Gravy House. We have been busy in our house. We first and foremost hope each and every single one of you had an amazing summer. I know it feels like summer is so far in the rear view, but man. We had a lot of fun. We actually had a lot of fun with the family, but we were also working on some pretty cool stuff that we're excited to share. Yeah, we are so glad to be back with you all. Thank you for your patience. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we just had a lot going on with our family. We've got a senior this year in the house, our oldest, and our only boy is a senior. Mm. And so we've got all the feels happening. (laughs) All the childhood boxes are coming out. We're looking through all the, and by we, I mean (laughs) By we, we mean you. That's for sure. Going through all the stuffed animals and just torturing ourselves every week. So prayers appreciated. Jenny constantly keeps asking me, do you have a nostalgic bone in your body? (laughs) Where is it? Are you dead inside? Are you dead inside? (laughs) And so the other day, our 18-year-old saw his old Lightning McQueen backpack with his his bear just sitting there on the counter. (laughs) He threw the backpack on to humor mom. and uh, He's a good sport. He really is. He's a real good sport. He's a kind soul. He sure is. Yeah. But- All that to say, we're so excited to be back for another season with you guys, and we're excited to talk about these new projects we've been working on. One of them we've already mentioned, so we can talk about. It's our second book that we've finally finished. It's Mm -hmm. in the final edit, and it'll be coming out in 2024, you know, right around the time that our senior is launching out into the world. (laughs) No big deal. No big deal. (laughs) Um, So we're excited about that, excited to share more about that. We've also put together some resources that we're really excited to share. You know, a lot of times when we get to hear from you guys, it's such a blessing to hear what God's doing in your life through the podcast or this work or these books. And so a lot of times we'll get requests for different things and ways to kind of dive into this content and engage in a different way. And so here in the next couple of weeks, we'll be sharing with you a brand new project that we've created that we're very excited about that we think and hope and pray will bless every single person that encounters it. So stay tuned over the next couple of weeks and we'll be sharing more along the way. All right. So on today's episode, the first episode of this brand new season. We're starting it off right. Here we are. We have (laughs) two people who are just making a really big impact for Jesus. We're talking about Willie and Corey Robertson. Yeah. So excited to have them on today and for you guys to hear the incredible story that they have really captured in this new movie that they have coming out called The Blind. Well, it was so good to have Willie and Corey on the show. You know, when you think of the Robertsons, you think of Dirk Dynasty, you think of all the fun that they have on the show, but they decided to kind of go in a little bit different direction and create a feature film specifically around the life of Phil Robertson, Willie Robertson's dad. And it goes pretty deep. It's a story of someone who's broken and it's a true story of his life, of how they walk through some really, really hard times. But ultimately there's a redemption on the other side of it with Jesus Christ and how God just impacted Phil's life and ultimately their family that has helped them have the impact that they've had today. It really is such a great movie. I love, love this movie. Yeah, it was an incredible story. Took a lot of courage, I'm sure, for them to share. So we're excited to jump into it with them today and hear kind of the behind the scenes and their favorite parts and all the good things. All right, you're gonna love this conversation. And when you're listening, listen into the crazy recipe that Corey made for her family. It is hilarious. Let's dive in. All right, Willie, Corey, welcome to the show. We're glad you guys are here. Thanks for having us. 
All right. Yeah, you, you have so a really big week. Yeah. Really big week ahead of you. You got this, the blinds coming out, and I cannot wait to share that with everyone listening right now. But the first question we got to ask, where did you guys meet? When did you meet? How did it all go down? Yeah. Tell, well, when did our rhythm start? Our, yeah. We <laughs> met in, like, this is going to be shocking, but we met in fourth grade at summer camp. And it was Camp Chioka, our family camp that our church and family has been a part of forever. My parents actually met there. So I looked across the mess hall and saw this cute boy with dimples. He did not have a beard yet. He was <laughs> real clean, clean shaven. And then I stepped out. And so they <laughs> and then, there he was. <laughs> it was Willie. He was, he was so cute and he was funny. And he asked me on the moonlight hike and I said, yes. And yeah, that's where it all started. There you go. That's where it all started. You usually, you're not going to tell your joke. We held hands. They've never heard this story, so I know. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I get the joke, though. Where's your joke? Give your, your next one. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, I kissed her on the cheek. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. See, she's forgotten all these. Breaking news here. <laughs> But then we got married the next year. That was sixth grade. No, fifth yeah. grade, right? Yeah. So yeah. Married and started our family. No. That's how we roll in Louisiana. So yeah. we waited until we were mature, which was uh, 17, 18 is when I asked her. And, wow. um, and we got married at 19, 18. Yeah. yeah. 31 wow. years ago. 31 years. So wait, what would you do? Like, Did any of your kids like try to get married at that same age? And what would you do if one of your kids showed up to you and says, hey, I just got engaged at 17. What, what, would, you, what would you do? Well, our kids well, did get married pretty young. Not 17, young. but 18. Yeah, Bella 19. Was, Bella was 18 when Bella she got married. 18, yeah. 19, John Luke was 19. Mm -hmm. So, Same. yeah, they've kind of carried on the tradition. And, wow. you know, when you know, you know. When you mm -hmm. find the right one. That's right. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, were all our kids married before? I mean, the ones that are married. Yeah. Well, Rebecca, no. Rebecca but, was um, later. Sadie was 24. How old was she? No. No, she's, no, she's 25, 25 now. right now. Oh, she was 22. I'm the well, worst. Okay, not. see, this is why. I hope she's not because she's got two kids. I know one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it would be odd if uh, Sadie was 22. I'm posting her Maybe preaching now. Maybe she's 24 now. I don't know. See, I'm terrible. We have six kids. See, she's not good it's with dates. It's a lot of dates, a lot of birthdays it to remember. Is. You so, get a pass. You absolutely get a pass. Yeah. So 31 years married. That's quite an accomplishment. Congratulations. So as you look back over the 31 years, I'd love to know from each of you, like, what would you say is one of the top number one rhythms that has carried you to this place over the 31 years together? Mm, what's the most rhythm? What's our rhythm? <laughs> well, I don't know if this is a rhythm, but I would say laughter. I think just laughter and fun in a relationship is so important. And we do laugh a lot together. Willie keeps me laughing, which is a gift in our, our marriage and in our life. So I, I don't know that that counts as a rhythm, but I think laughs. Oh, together. for sure. That's mm -hmm. a, yeah, that's a, yes. that's a funny one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think our ability to laugh. I mean, part of it's not is a continual reminder to not take yourself too seriously. And so, you know, the world's hard enough, and it's banging on you all the time. And it's you know, and there's all kind of problems and issues and troubles. And so, yeah, I think we have to find that time to just to laugh and say, you know, mm -hmm. we're, um, 
and but yeah, it's been uh, kind of like two different lives. So I think our faith obviously is the anchor. That's because uh, we have a life like no one that we were, which is which is totally fine. Uh, which is actually uh, delightful. Even to think about that now, but it was like a lot slower. Uh, you know, we're just normal. You know local people that that did our thing and then you know and then spin around to the, the back side of the marriage and it was just you know everything turned upside down and you're very well known and you know you you know so it's just a completely different so we've had kind of these different i guess the rhythms have been different Maybe like, <laughs> like swings, slower yeah. and then everything yeah. got real fast paced and um and all that and so but i think we you know we we also like to travel we're so enneagram any of those people where I'm an eight, seven, she's a seven, eight. And so, uh, so we like to travel. We like to go and uh, do things and, um, and try not to fight try to too make, much. Make a little <laughs> fun wherever we go. You know, sometimes a lot of the travel that we do is work, but we always try to throw in a little fun with it. Um, I have another one though, food or mealtime. So for our mm-hmm. family, like mealtime mm-hmm. around the dinner table is just always been super important. And Willie's yeah. the, the cook. Cooks, so, um, no, Willie cooks. And so, we all look forward to that and just just love that time together to just sit around the table Corey, and have a meal. She has a lot of skill set. Like it's unbelievable the things that she can do. One that we weeded out really early in our marriage was cooking. <laughs> yeah. We just we just decided probably more f- just for survival. We were like we're, we're gonna have to like. <laughs> I really tried. I just was not good at it. And when I finally, my thing, I think the thing, I did it for a long time. Now, he doesn't give me credit because when our kids were little, I kept them alive. Like he was <laughs> out doing stuff. I was, I was going to the grocery store. I was keeping our kids alive. Now, it wasn't like gourmet, but it was something. <laughs> but um, but I finally, I made a, a, it's supposed to be like a corn casserole. with like corn and sour cream and cheese. And you put like corn muffin mix in it. Accidentally put apple cinnamon muffin mm. mix in mm. with corn. Not sour bad, cream. Not good. It, it was terrible. And I served it to guests accidentally. And everyone was like eating it. And, and, I, and I was like, what's wrong with this? It tastes like apples and cinnamon and corn all mixed together. And that was the end. I never cooked again. Right before we like, get right before we left this trip, she was cooking, uh, she was boiling eggs. All right. <laughs> really difficult. Put a man, turn the water. I go do an interview, like a 25-minute interview for this movie that was just me. I came back through, it, the water's boiled down to the egg, and she's just on her computer. I said, Corey, how long are you going to boil these eggs? Do you really want to make sure like, oh, I forgot all about them. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. There is no shame in that, girl. I get it. It's awesome. Okay, so one more question just about you guys before we jump into the movie. I'm excited to talk about that. But, you know, you guys seem at eight and seven, those can kind of be opposing personalities sometimes. After being married 31 years, what is something that you would say you have learned from the other that's a strength? Mm. That's a great question. Well, one, they're not kind of opposing. Yeah. (laughs) One, they're not kind of opposing. They are definitely opposing. Thing, uh, with our personality, yeah, uh, uh, they're both strong. Yeah, yeah it's strong, strong will, strong will, mm-hmm. strong personalities. Um, I don't. You have yours, or do you want to go first? Or? What I've learned from you. Yeah, I want to hear what you've learned from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Send me the counseling bill, Willie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we've definitely been there. Um, so yeah, I think uh, 
what I've learned from Corey is just uh, really her ability to always want to learn. I think that's been uh, I've learned from that and just watching her how she doesn't shy away from things. It's like she'll jump in and say, hey, let's figure out. Because uh, really throughout our lives, we've had this um, we, we changed up careers and done different things. And so you had to you had to learn new things. And so I just love her ability to say, hey, let's let's learn that and jump in and and we'll talk about the movie, but production was one that that she jumped in and, you know, jumped into the production side behind the camera stuff side. And so, uh, so yeah, I've always appreciated her ability to to want to learn and, and really the the zest for learning new stuff and, you know, learning about new cultures and new new things. And so I think, you know, I guess I, I see some couples who are not like that. <laughs> and so they 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 feel like they they know all they need to know and that's good enough. And so I appreciate that part. Good. Thank you, babe. Well, um, so this might sound like, uh, um, I don't know if this is going to sound like a negative. Some people. Uh -oh, wait, is this so a we'll negative that's going no, to go into so. a positive? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I will say, so early in our marriage, like I was, I grew up in a family that was just like really nice to one another <laughs> and like didn't, didn't, wasn't super competitive with one another and all that. So when we first got married, like, he made me cry a lot because of this. I was just too, and he, he called me sensitive too, which made me really mad, you know, because I was being too sensitive, but I really was being too sensitive. And like, I have, I think he has taught me to like be able to take criticism and to, it's like, it's okay. If you can fight it out, it's good to fight it out. Like couples who you look at and they're like, we never fight. And I'm like, you probably have some issues you need to work through. <laughs> you just don't fight about them, you know, but like, it's okay. And sometimes it's in that kind of like that fight because the eight is okay with the fight and loves the fight. It's like, sometimes it's in that fight and you work, that's whenever you come out on the other side better and stronger. And as a seven, sevens kind of want to avoid the pain and avoid the hard parts and just have all the fun. I like the fun parts. I'm like, let's just make everything fun. Why can't we all just have fun all the time, you know? And, um, but having to work through and kind of seeing the value in the hard parts and in working through the hard parts and really whenever you've got to just dig in and, um, this movie that we just did that we'll talk about, but, you know, making a movie is not easy. It's hard. It's a lot of hard work and anything, you know, worth doing really comes with a lot of hard work and stressful days and all that. And so I think, um, learning that from Willie. Well, yeah. it, well thank you. Mm -hmm. It did start. I thought you were, it was going to be negative. So it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really brought it around there, Corey. Good job. I'm okay with that. So, yeah, I think, I mean, growing up the way we would, communicate was just it was it was harsh it was harsh i think yes. i think when you see the movie and see the background of my parents you can probably see where that comes from you know but and i also had three brothers uh we had no money uh you know i mean i was always like hungry you know <laughs> like wanting more food and like yeah you know, just the stuff that i grew up in too is a totally different situation um and so we you know we did we just communicate that way we we talked with our fist, you know, and so that's how we, you know, uh, so it was just different. We grew up on the dead end dirt road of a river, you know, and, um, and so, yeah, it was a lot different than, than Corey, how she grew up in her, in her nice little neighborhood with her brother and sister who occasionally pinched each other with their fingers, <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which is comical to me. So. so funny. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about it. I mean, Man, we got the opportunity to watch this movie last night, and it was 
So good. And for those who are listening to this for the first time or hearing about it, it's called The Blind. It comes out on the 28th, right? Mm-hmm. September 28th. Okay, it comes out on the 28th. So uh, help everybody kind of unpack where the genesis of this came from and what this movie's about. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we started, Corey and I got into production after uh, Duck Dynasty, specifically to tell good stories. We realized the power of entertainment, media, uh, television shows, uh, movies, uh, these things really, really move culture, you know, and obviously a lot in a negative way, you know, we would hope they'd be more positive. So we wanted to tell more positive stories and kind of get into that. And so, um, so we were, you know, looking for stories and then we were talking about my parents' story. It was kind of like, well, that's, now we're back to kind of us, you know, and, uh, but it's just such an incredible story, just a, a story of redemption and hope. And then I, I think that the, the coolest thing is that, what we got from just our story in general, not just the movie, but the movie would certainly show it is just how close this family came to busting up, splitting up, just being another statistic. Uh, my life would have completely looked different. Um, you know, had they split up and had I grown up in a different situation, I probably wouldn't have met Corey at the church camp to ask her on the moonlight hike. Cause the church camp and church, all those were new, new ideas for us as kids. And, um, and you just think about the impact, that that's had, you know, with the, just with Doug Dynasty and all the things, the books, the podcasts, and, and I can trace it back to this couple and uh, who lived in Southern Arkansas who had no money and we're, it was just over, you know, dad had kicked us out of the house and it was just, you know, it's just such a tough time. So out of that comes redemption, you know, a preacher comes to a bar, preaches to my father, very adversarial. He was not excited about it. And, um, and out of that finally feel kind of, uh, and the movie says he comes to the end of himself and then he can start finding the beginning of God. And so, and that, that's, it's a gritty, it's not Doug Dynasty. It's not the fun and, you know, uh, kind of where I like to be fun and all that. That's really the aftermath of that. And I think a lot of those times can come after you get through those. And, um, and so really it's just that, that point in time. So it's a, it's a gritty look at it. I think people can, you know, I think marriages can be helped off of it. I think it's the story that, that dad, probably wanted to tell and the fact that it can point people to the gospel, uh, even though it was hard for him, I think, to go back in that time and li- relive that all again, and uh, especially for mom as well. And it's about dad. It's also about mom and her forgiveness and just that real struggle, like a decade struggle of just this young couple uh, sticking together and sticking it out. Yeah. You know, there's a couple things that stood out to both of us that we want to ask here in a second but first Corey, i want to hear from you you know you stepped in on the production side you you, you got all the way in there talk about that journey for you and, and what that all looked like for you as you stepped into this brand new world of creating a feature film mm-hmm. yeah um so willie as willie said that really we did the dynasty and i think whenever we did that it kind of opened our eyes to the power of entertainment and we had this like prayer at the end of this funny little quirky show about our family, but we had this prayer at the end that just touched people and like really moved people. I mean, people would come up like with tears telling us how it impacted their family, how they sat down and prayed together because of this show and how, you know, like my husband now goes to church because he saw real men who love Jesus. And so we just kind of really understood 
the how entertainment is shaping culture and then in the inverse side like how it's shaping culture with the opposite agenda as well and so that was really why i wanted to get into it and i actually love i i maybe since we talked about enneagram my seven like i love to learn something new and j- jump in and try to figure something else out and um we've done that quite a few times in our lifetime and this was another one where you're just like all right we're, we're all in um we have a partner zach dasher who is actually willie's cousin that um it was his idea to do this movie specifically. And we were kind of like, uh, you know, we told so much of our family story. Do we tell it again? Because Phil and Kay have written about this in book form and all that. And then it just kind of kept coming up as like, oh, this, this story, their story has already impacted so many lives and how much more could it do on the big screen, you know, in, in visual form, people who aren't going to read a book or maybe go to hear one of their, talks or whatever they're they're not at a church where they talk or speak but you can go in and sit in a theater and see something that really moves you in powerful ways it's art and art moves people and shapes people so yeah that was it's been i actually posted on my instagram that's been like four five hundred and thirty six days since day one of filming and wow. then another year that of like writing the script and getting the funding and all that so this is a pretty incredible like culmination of everything you know I actually texted some of my friends and I was like just kind of going through that and I was like okay I feel like I just made an acceptance speech which is weird I should not have done that but it just (laughs) was like whoa just like it feels like a big accomplishment and it's not I mean not me I'm thinking like just all the people that come Mm. came around this and like all the talents and gifts people had to bring to that's the cool thing I think about a movie or anything in entertainment really that you do, you realize like Doug Dynasty, we were like, I mean, all the crew behind the scenes that you don't see that setting up lighting at five in the morning so that you could do this and all the costume designer and set designer and the, you know, the editors and the music when the music comes in. And so all those pieces were just really fun to me to get to be a part of and to see like, literally hundreds of people when you see it's a whole different thing whenever you make the movie you see the scroll at the end like all those hundreds of people contributed to making this piece of art and about our family story which is really humbling and special so and zach's mom is Aunt, zach's mom is aunt jan so she's the one who was on the movie for him for his mom you know because and she's passed away but uh, so it's so special for him to be able to see his mom, you know, be portrayed on the movie as what she was, which was probably the last hope for Phil. She was the only one that was still fighting for him, even when Kay couldn't, you know, like, yeah, you know, and kicked out. And so, but, but she never gave up on him. So, yeah. Small I love that. I love that you mentioned that because that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. And I think it's, it's going to be neat to hear who people resonate with when they watch it. There's so many different characters or so many different beautiful stories woven together. But I think when I watch it, I want to be like Aunt Jan. I mean, that part just rocked me. And so I would love to hear from you guys. You know, when we watched it, that was the moment for me when I saw your mom hit rock bottom. She's gotten kicked out of the house with her family, with her boys. Everything just hits her and she's never been in a darker place. And that is when God just sent the church to be the church. And it started through Jan. 
Um, when you look back on that, Willie, I know you were, it seems like you were the, are you, are you, are you the youngest? <laughs> You're, you were younger in the, those years. Oh, you're the youngest in the, I'm in the, the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So when you look back on that time, like what did that mean for you to see God send the church to come and be a light to you and your family? I mean, giving you guys a place to live when you didn't have a place helping your mom get a job, all those things. Like, what did that do for your view of the church and, and us being the hands and feet of Christ in that way? Uh, yeah, it was very powerful. And, you know, not that I understood it at the time. So most of my early memories are pretty much right after the movie ended. So you can imagine, like, because you saw me at two on the movie. And then yeah. um, then I start remembering things. But uh, I remembered a lot about the church. You know, I remember, uh, they had a program. They had these pink buses that would go around and pick up uh, kids from neighborhoods. And, and I remember being on the pink buses and going to the church building. And, and church was, uh, it was interesting because it was new. And so and I can remember like on the ride home, my mom and dad talking about how different it was. Like my dad had, like he said, I've never heard, you know, grown people tell each other they love each other. And I can remember that whole conversation in the car, like, you know, and this this lady said she loved me, you know. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> and they're hugging me, you know, and they're touching me and stuff. And so, so all that was kind of new. And then, but um, and then we did. I mean, we that was our identity, even for me, all the way through high school. It was really I resonate more with the youth group and more with church, uh, even more than I did in school or public school or, or wherever I went. So yeah, very powerful for them to step in a huge part of our lives. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the piece for me that, that stood out, I just couldn't shake it. Even as I was processing again today, I was like, man, like the strength of your mom blew my mm -hmm. mind. Like yeah. she just took the world on her shoulders, but she mm -hmm. never gave up and she was there for you guys. And I'm sure she had hard days, you know, yeah. but like, man, where, I mean, where does that strength come from, man? I mean, that's, that is impressive what she walked through and how, what God did there. Yeah. And when you realize she was 16 when she got pregnant wow. with Alan, so she was so young experiencing all of that. And really, like you said, just had to carry it all. And I love that you said that was your favorite scene because that was this, that scene was mine as well. And Blue's made fun of me because it's like, you keep, you, everyone asks your favorite scene. It's like the darkest part of the movie. I'm like, I know, but just that moment, you see it's that where she feels hopeless and, and, and Aunt Jan is just right there. It's like sisters and just that love and say, and just when she gets back up off the bathroom floor, it's just like, oh, okay, like, as low as we feel like I'm not hopeless. Like I can, I can stand up and take that next step and that next step. And Kay did that. And yeah, her, her story in this is so powerful because, and she really is, she's a hero. And I think I always think about that moment. And I think two things really had to happen for us to be sitting here right now. And Phil had to repent and truly repent. And Kay had to forgive him and truly forgive him. And those are two really hard things to do, both of them, you know, and the fact that those they both did that is, I mean, what a gift to us today and a legacy that we've been able to pass on to now for our kids and to see marriages that were not perfect and were very hard, but were worth it to stay together. And, um, you know, I remember even just early coming into the Robertson family and 
feeling hey being so open about their story and how that has affected us you know in hard times you're like oh yeah they made it through hard times and look at the reward of that look at the benefit of that for us that we got because now we get to all sit around the dinner table together with them because they stuck it out they he repented and she forgave and they came back together and so you know when we experience hard times in marriage it's like okay like I saw them do it so I can do it. And I want to give that to, to our kids as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it's one of the cool things about Doug Dynasty um, is that it was real special for us, you know, because Corey and I came in and took over the company 20 years ago. Um, and then when the show hit and all the success, it was so fun watching Kay and Phil, but especially Kay, like then had this whole nother lease on mm-hmm. life of success and being on television and now watching the movie, like you guys, you can see how special that is for, for Kay to be like, Oh, look at all this, you know? And so it's, it was, it was so awesome for us, especially for me just to see, you know, mom going, Hey, look what you, you know, look at all this joy, look at all this mm-hmm. stuff that we have. And, you know, and so it's kind of like a, 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 a reward, you know, for like all those hard times and not knowing where you were going, where you're going to wake up, where you're going to be, you had no money yeah. and all that. So, I think it was it was fun for us to be able to, you know, share in that success. That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you for sharing this with us. I'm gonna, I want you to close out in here a second. I'll ask you kind of your hopes for the movie. But but the big news is that there's somebody who made their movie debut playing <laughs> you in this movie. Can you just let the world know that this is a big deal? Yes. Uh, so it was very important that we have someone play me uh, that could capture really who I was at two years old and uh, <laughs> with all the intricacies and the look that I had. And so we casted a lot of kids. But the one who won out was uh, Mr. John Shepard Robertson, who is our grandson, uh, who also played me on the movie about his my parents. I mean, it's a real world. It's like, it's Watching surreal. little little Willie played by my grandson was pretty cool. It's pretty special. And he was amazing. He did so good. Nailed it. I, nailed I, it. I was looking for him the whole movie. He's like, <laughs> there, there he is. is. He nailed it. You see his line in the in the dinner scene. Whenever they're all having dinner, you hear him in the background. He was very into you know kids go through the phase, the TT phase where everything's like TT, everything. So he was in the phase of Willie was calling him like TT man or TT boy. <laughs> so you hear him in the background saying TT man or TT man yeah, yeah, yeah. in the background of that scene. We, so, we noticed it. Yeah. We heard it. Like we all started giggling because that was his yeah. little TT phase. Yeah. I love so it. Cute. All right. Well, as we land this plane guys, there's going to be, hundreds of thousands, hopefully millions of people to get the opportunity to see this. What's your hope when they see this movie? I hope that they realize they're never too far gone. Uh, God can fix anything. He can, you know, uh, repair and restore a lot of the damage that we make of our lives. And so we certainly did that with Phil. And, um, you know, hopefully they see his example and see they may have to make some giant changes in their life. And uh, and hopefully they can uh See with Kay, you know, and realize, you know, you can stick things out and uh, there's brighter days ahead. And so I'm hoping that people can can see that and feel that. Hopefully a lot of marriages are restored. And I'm hoping people come to the Lord over it, you know, for sure. Love it. Well, guys, thank you for your time here. Hey, for everybody listening, go watch this movie. Go watch it three times. Take your friends with you. It is such a good movie. Guys, appreciate you. Thank you for all you're doing. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank thanks. you. I enjoyed it. 
Well, I mean, I, I just love them. I love their heart. I love what God's doing to them and their family. It really is special. Yeah, guys, make sure you go and support this film. Go grab your tickets. Go see the movie. And when you do, come back and find us on social media. We would love to know what your favorite scene was. Yeah, you heard ours. We want to hear yours. Guys, we're out there on social media. Find us, follow us. We'd love to hear from you. Hear what God's doing in your life. All right, well, that's a wrap for this episode, guys. We're so excited for the rest of the season, and we're glad to be back with you. We'll catch you next time on The Rhythm of Us.